With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. hi-fi portion of the program. At any rate, tonight we're going to talk about a few things hockey, get you ready for September, and probably you're going to wish that the Injury Ninja ever existed. Uh, phone number, as always, is gee, 347-826-7358 for now. Um, Senior Timothy Rosenthal will be joining us at some point. Hey, you know the Injury Ninja, I think, got him too. Um, but all kidding aside, it's hard to believe, but there's less than six weeks to go until the regular season starts. Uh, for those that are sweltering through the August heat, August and early September heat, I do apologize. There's nothing I can do about it. That's just how it goes. Uh, we'll be adjusting our sound files and all, all that other stuff. Uh, there may be a huge undertaking of a project that we're going to ask of people to um, see if there's a way that we can download uh, a lot of our old audio files and save them somewhere. So, again, we'll try, we'll try our best. Uh, look, tough deal for everybody this time of year. It's not fun when you really think about this. You're going into September. Fantasy leagues are starting to ramp up. There's even regular season hockey going on overseas in in Russia. Um, And then unfortunately, hey, you know what? Sometimes gems that are not expected. In this case, you got one from a player that nobody ever expected because, well, you just didn't expect him to get hurt quite like this this early in in the KHL season, the uh, Continental Hockey League. And that, of course, would be you know, Ilya Kovalchuk, who, look, by all accounts, and from watching it, and for, forgive me, the stream I had at least was pretty good, but still there were parts that was a little bit choppy. Um, from the gist of it, he basically went for a, what I would call a rather um, sizable hit. And 
it backfired ra- rather badly. I mean, basically, this was towards the end of his second shift of the game, so this was early. It wasn't as if, um, you know, this happened in the third period or et cetera. This happened in the very early stages of the game. So, um, you know, when, when you look at this, it, it's a it's a huge injury. It is a it is a significant knee injury as it's being termed. He's going to be out probably at least three months, possibly a little bit longer, perhaps. Um, it would. You have to think that it's at least a torn ACL. But look, I, that's that's the rumor that we we got from from our friends at the KHL. Uh, that we're trying to find out more information. We'll wait a little bit longer just, just to make sure, but that that is the diagnosis right now. The bottom line is uh, Ilya Kovalchuk is going to miss a significant part of the KHL season, at least half, if not more. People forget that the KHL schedule gets a little choppy. Uh, there is a part of December and a, you know typically little parts here and there where they go on 10-day breaks, 20-day breaks, et cetera. So what appears to be a season that starts at the end of August actually doesn't end until March. So I do understand that. And remember that this, their schedule is about two-thirds of the average NHL schedule. So there's even less margin for error for, for SK St. Petersburg to defend their title. And it's not going to be easy without Kovalchuk. They had already lost uh, the CSK um earlier in the week and now lost uh, yesterday to, to Torpedo by a score for 3-1. So, look, this is not, not going to be not the way you start your season. Obviously, if you're St. Petersburg, there's been a lot, of, lot in and out uh, considering. You know, yeah, coach, one coach left, another coach came in. So, um, not so good. It's not not the first time that we you know, we've heard this or said this, but look, Ilya Kovalchuk has um, has had a history with knee injuries before. He's had had a few in the NHL. Um, most notably, a a few years ago, he had a knee injury, and then and two years ago in the KHL, he had a knee injury as well. So this is if it's the same knee, and it looks like it was, nobody should really be surprised. Part of the reason why Ilya Kovalchuk might have went over was because, let's face it, he didn't want to play 25 minutes a night anymore. In the NHL, the KHL is a little bit easier nor- under normal circumstances as far as play. And normally injuries like this do not happen. It was a little bit of an unusual circumstance. So now, not the opposite. Obviously, not far from the only thing to talk about. There's a lot going on in the NHL, as there always is. Um, nothing major in the news department. There's not really been a lot of signings. Uh, Christian Aroff was signed earlier in the week by the LA Kings to a $1.5 million deal for one year. Seems like the theme. you got these pretty good defensemen that kind of got left out in free agency initially. They wait and wait and wait and wait, wait a little bit too long. Their price, asking price goes down, and magically somebody that you don't expect to swoop in does just that. And that's what happened. Dean Lombardi, a lot of credit. Even if, say, Airhoff only plays 60, 65 games. 
Oh, good investment. Uh, no, no matter what well, uh, people might argue. Now, there's a lot of other news, too. We'll try and get into it as best as we can. Uh, I, again, it literally, literally, is just less than, it's right about a week and a half until until training camps. Most of the early training camps are for rookies, and then the veterans report about a week later, and then the preseason just starts. Um, but, sadly, we have to go into it because we've been told to, and there's been a lot of injuries. So, we believe we're going to have to delve into this segment this early in our off-season. This new segment brought to you by the Injury Ninja, not only injuring people since 2007, but destroying fantasy teams since 2000. Talkie fans. Well, that is correct. Unfortunately, injuries happen. And in this case, man, do they keep The number one thing you have to keep an eye on early in training camp, players coming back, players recovering, players that haven't are having setbacks, players that are getting injured right before. You've seen it in St. Louis. You saw the, you saw the results, um, unfortunately. Um, big Christian Berglund. So, look. This is how it is. You know, we, we've joked about it a little bit. We really have. We joked about it a little bit and we're, and we're facing it. So, again, I digress heavily when I say this. You have, you have Christian Berglund injured. You now have Yuri Laterra around Nicholas Backstrom may not be ready. And just for starters. And this is what we've been kind of kind of warning people about. These are things that just
we're back, folks. Uh, sorry about whatever the heck just happened. Uh, but apparently we got we got visited by the Blog Talk Radio Gremlins, which apparently during the uh, hi, hi-fi days, we never really had much of a problem. Go figure. Um, just odd, you know, sort of an odd but true thing that we couldn't we couldn't avoid saying. But uh, hey, we'll, we'll try to we'll try to get there. Uh, again, our apologies. You know, phone number to dial in still is one three seven eight two six seven three five eight. The connection hops out again. We'll have to try something else. Didn't do unfortunately because with the other way being kind of screwed up. This is this is what we've we've been sort of stuck with, um, if you will. So the direct connect is really for more for lo-fi. Unfortunately, it's playing it's playing you know lo-fi. It is working, however. So that's that's how it is. Uh, um, but like I said, injuries are something that you're going to want to keep an eye on especially when training camps start. The dreaded groin injuries seem to almost come right away. This player is being held out. That player is being held out. Uh, you know, certain players are going to be um, basically just in sort of a careful holding pattern. Um, you hate to see it, but it's there. And it's always there. Do the first question I was asked actually um, the other night, unfortunately, was do you expect a significant injury in training camp? And the answer almost always is yes. I don't like it. I I don't I don't even like the fact that you know when you when you look into it. This season, at least from a man games loss standpoint, could rival the 2010 season again. It could also rival 2013 as well, which was another very high year. Look, last year was high. Everybody knows because of the mumps. The mumps was a just a significant. Um, It just spread everywhere, it seems. And as a result, when that happened, it caught a lot of people off guard. And then you had the, you know, after Corey Perry was named patient zero, et cetera, and things started to, in a sense, calm down, you then had the case with Sidney Crosby, and that seemed to start again. And this is this is how it goes, unfortunately. Um, not much you can do. There's not much um, that can be said. I was also asked, is there a mumps outbreak in the area? And the answer is yes. There was a small outbreak in Far Rockaway, New York, which is not too, too far from where I live. Personally. Uh, is it with uh, Is it a, still a concern? Yes, of course, because in most cases, what people don't realize, the mumps vaccine at some point loses effectiveness, and this strain seems to have been a little on the strong side. Much like how you joke, some vaccine is worse for you 
and take work, unfortunately, and what happens is people wind up getting the flu anyway. It is what it is. Now, we're also going to have that. We're going to have quite a bit on, on other things as well, and in love. You don't expect illnesses and viruses and such to be prevalent, but it might be again this year. We don't know. It's an unknown. We delve into it because we have to, and that's reality. Now, we're going to hopefully go into our actual metropolitan divisions. Uh, division. Bleh, wow, that was bad. Division prediction tonight. Hmm. Yes, we will. Um, the goal, as always, uh, when we do this, try to give a gauge of the division. We previewed it a few weeks ago, and then we got sort of completely thrown off our uh, vacations and 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 the such. Uh, unfortunately, um, we tried our best. <laughs> It didn't always work that work out the way it was supposed to, but uh, we'll do that too. Uh, another big thing as well. Uh, Tuesday night we're going to attempt keyword attempt to uh, do the uh, season premiere of Fantasy Hockey X with uh, Michael Clifford and Christopher Pacheco. That'll be on nine Eastern time. Uh, great. Praying, cross, cross fingers here, that it will be on Blog Talk Radio. Um, fantasy season obviously being big and important and such uh, this year. Getting off to an early start. We're going to try and get off to an early start simply because a lot of the platforms are open. We may start delving even into the uh, new, boy, new boy on the block, Yahoo, and their DFS. Uh, there's been little leaks and information, uh, nuggets of information that have come out. And though we don't have a true concrete platform yet, it is something that may be available anytime now. Typically, when the um, the way the Yahoo rollouts have been so far, uh, when the season rollout comes, usually the other stuff follows in time. Uh, they sort of try to get the bugs out. Who knows? Either way, they are going to try uh, Yahoo DFS Hockey based from early leaks sort of on the way Yahoo does auction. Uh, certain players are just are at a certain adjusted value to a cap of $200 difference is obviously with an auction you can bid up to uh, <laughs> you can bid almost all your money on one player uh, in this case players will have assigned values and it probably will be similar to the way um, DraftKings and FanDuel does it the sense of percentage scale um, say maybe your top player is worth 35 or 40 dollars or so um, not maybe it might be a possibility at some point. It probably will be lower. Um, some of our high estimates were 35 to 40. Some of our lower ones were like 25 or so, uh, 25 to 30. So we'll see. We'll see where where it actually comes in. Uh, 
Um, Yahoo hasn't added how many players there'll be. Will it be seven, eight, nine, or ten players, et cetera, uh, and how the positions will work. There's some, going to be some kind of utility position. There's obviously going to be a goaltending position, um, probably center, left wing, and right wing, and then defense, obviously. So, you know, same rules apply, as they say. Um, again, I'm interested to see what what comes out. It's always it's always fun to see some of the other services besides um, you know, DraftKings and Candle. And, you know, Yahoo's putting putting a lot into this. Obviously, I've seen their baseball product. I've seen their football product. While I'm not overly impressed, they have enough. They have enough investment to basically stay. Um, doesn't mean they'll stay with the big boys, obviously, but as far as performance-wise, it it appears, unless the hockey version allows us somehow, that it's even below, it's even still below sites like Victive.com that has an excellent and different way to approach. Um, Daily Fantasy Hockey, uh, along with even, um, you know, some of our other sites out there. Let's just say that Yahoo is like about fifth or fourth, maybe fourth to sixth in the poll. They're not among the big two, that's for sure, even if they claim they are. But they got a, they do have a lot of work to do to differentiate themselves, because basically what came out looked kind of generic to what we've seen before. Um you know, even Fantasy Aces, their hockey, their hockey is harder in a lot in most cases than even the big two. Uh, somebody who's played a lot of DFS, uh, I can definitely attest. That I can probably finish in the money more times than not playing FanDuel and DraftKings than I can even playing Fantasy Aces. Fantasy Aces is a tougher animal. Kind of a, is is right up there as far as difficulty. Uh, if you play it right, you play with you know our sheets, you play with the Project Roto sheets, etc. DraftKings and FanDuel, you, while you won't always break the bank, <laughs> needless to say, you may not, but you're at least going to make some money, and that's always the bottom line when you look at it. And you get into something like this. So again, the road the road is going to be bumpy. <laughs> That's the best way to describe. Uh, we're, we're we're going in. You know, we have obviously the season long leagues, leagues, and something that we're going to be talking about here a little bit, but more on um, fantasy uh, hockey X also. Uh, one thing to note: the program keeper league drafts uh, will be on consecutive Sundays. The premier the premier tier, as I like to call it will be on September 27th, which is four weeks from tonight. Uh, please note that we will have a different start time more than likely. So we'll probably overlap into some other hockey show that's on Blog Talk Radio. I can't control that one. Um, but we're going to try and do something to where we say do a 7.30 start and run the show for a special 90 minutes. And we're going to see if we can get through the draft and then hopefully maybe bring a few people on. Uh, from the uh, ESPN Fantasy Draft. 
should should be a lot of fun. I look forward to it always. It's it's been a fun ride. It's hard to believe that this actually this league has been around now well, on and off for five seasons. Um, and comically enough, last four years have even either been won by me or uh, Rachel Cena, my uh, fiance. But go figure. There's a lot of other leagues that I'll be talking about during the year as well. There's you know some money leagues that I'm in this year that I wouldn't normally have joined. I have time to now. And we're going to attempt to give you some insight mixed in with the usual hockey talk that maybe you don't hear in other places, that you're not going to hear on SiriusXM, that you're not going beaten path, basically without being too far off the reservation. So, again, like I said, we're about half, we're about halfway through. And what we're going to attempt to do uh, as as we're going, going in here officially sucks. Hi, Timmy. I see you didn't really need me to um, ask you to cue up my entrance music. No, I didn't. (laughs) I just guessed, luckily. (laughs) Uh, Basically, folks, I apologize because this has been a a total absolute mess of a show. It's not Timmy's fault. This is Blog Talk Radio's fault, fully and squarely. 
basically, Tibby, to recap, I've been disconnected no less than four times. Oh, my. In a half hour. Yeah. Um, I'm not really happy, to be honest. Well, I'm glad they we're disconnecting now because um, in a few short weeks when we actually have hockey to talk about, uh, as in regular season hockey, this is the um, disconnections are the last thing we want to have on our mind. Yeah, but they're going is, to happen. Getting, yeah, this is something that I, look, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't know why they did away with the the hi-fi surface, because that actually worked to me. <laughs> That's the sad part in all this. It, I know. This is awful, folks, to say, but it actually worked the way it was supposed to. And Look, I think we had one episode that there was a little bit of a problem, and that was brief, and it wasn't even on, you know, it wasn't even on their end. So uh, I don't understand how people had all these problems. We didn't see you have really any, but Okay, um, they went to this lo-fi where you could still connect directly from your computer, and there's nothing. There's just problems everywhere. Um, even connecting through Skype, I, I had to sit there, you know, waiting for the Imperial March to finish, hopefully, and try to time it right to where I could get back onto the show. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to be able. To, I, I don't even think I could send this to Dennis if I wanted to. Um, it's just that that bad, unfortunately. I, I'd have I'd have to massacre the edit of the show so badly. Um, then again, wouldn't be the first time. So if anyone is listening to us live now, cherish this while you can, because I don't think it's going to go in the archives. In other words. Yeah, the archives might be filled with, you know, F this and F that. <laughs> Here and F, there and F, everywhere and FF. Um, I'm, I'm sure Block Talk Radio will just appreciate that so much. Um, but, you know, basically it's through the first half of the show and the about, let's see, out of 30 minutes, I think I got about 18 minutes of actual, like, talking. Uh, the other 10 to 12 minutes were trying to get back on from what I was hung up uh, promptly from. Oops. For whatever reason. For yeah, for any and all and, and whatever reasons. But um Yeah, it's getting to be the season. I I I did you know, I did t- manage to touch on the program keeper league to make it very clear for the person in Middletown, New Jersey that is listening. The keeper league deadline is September twenty sixth. This is so there's no confusion over what happened last season. And there's only three keepers. That's it. Okay. I wish I was kidding, Timmy. Talking keepers here. (laughs) I know. But, uh, yeah, it's funny. We even we even talked about Yahoo Daily Fantasy, which oh god, I I I, ho- I hope folks aren't bracing for something grand because it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, based on what I've seen, would I put my money into it? Not that much, that's for sure. Um, you know, I'll still sit there and happily put my money in the FanDuel one-timer where I win just about every time. 
<laughs> you know, I fin- I finish in the money or win it just about every time. I'll I'll take that. Um, this is this is how it is. I did promise El Metro Division predictions about three weeks, actually four weeks ago. <laughs> Oops, funny thing. A few funny things happened along the way, folks. Uh, I went on vacation. <laughs> uh, I went on vacation. Timmy went on vacation. I tried getting back the week after I left, and unfortunately, we could not literally do traffic. We actually could not get back in until like 930. Uh, or, or was that the fact that the GPS just wanted to take us through all of the Poconos in a Grand Snake-like fashion? Again, uh, last week, darn thing wouldn't work. So, again, through no fault of our own, okay, maybe some, <laughs> maybe, a, maybe, maybe a little bit, uh, but not really. Um, things happened where we couldn't control it. So, uh, for now, we sadly have to try Skype, hope it works, and then, yeah, yeah I'm going to, you know, have to hope and and pray for certain things to happen and such. And we, we <laughs> at this point, uh, Blog Talk Radio may be getting a very nasty um, email in the morning. Now, our predictions last year, Timmy. Um, ow, just ow, simply ow. And furthermore, ow. Um, we'll be saying this again one year from now when we talk about yeah, be, when we review this year's predictions. Oh, definitely. I mean, we were we were good. I mean, we you know we had Columbus we had Columbus first though, and that was a problem. We had the Rangers second. Um, you know, I who, who knew that Columbus was going to have that many injuries then to start the season? I did. The injury ninja did. Uh, he probably did, and I should have listened to him. Eh, what else is new? Uh, fair enough. Uh, that that being said, hey, we tried our best. We came up with something, and pretty much one through eight was, other than well, that you know Columbus pick was pretty much right on. Um, you know, the only thing that we didn't have last year. Uh, God, what was scary is I actually predicted Pittsburgh to miss the playoffs, and they almost did. <laughs> who knew? Who knew? Who knew that I would actually be close uh, for totally unintended uh, reasons? But you know, they they really a couple, you know, win or two. Um, you know, they may may have stolen from Boston. If it wasn't for the Bruins losing every time in a shootout, the Penguins would would have been eliminated. That's true. Uh, you know, one, one of the big one of the big things was literally that difference. Uh, Boston had two more overtime losses, and that might have made a difference. I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's you know, say say you win both those games, Timmy, and then you're you're getting into a really slippery slope where both teams have the same identical record, mm-hmm. and then you're then you're going into tiebreakers that the league never likes. So, no, you're you're 100 percent right. This year, however, using our crack staff of two, (laughs) 
we believe at least that there will be five playoff teams coming from the Metropolitan Division, likely. Of course, there's always the possibility that this gets screwed up and things happen, but our goal is if to try. If Columbus avoids the injury ninja, you're going to get five teams in the Metropolitan Division. I, I, I firmly believe so. Even, look, even look, Pittsburgh last year was in the top five uh, man games lost. The points, the potential points lost from the players that they missed, for perspective, Timmy, was mm-hmm. number one in the league by 35% over the second-place team. Damn. They could have used that production. And you think about it, Pittsburgh scored 221 goals, folks. If they had been relatively healthy, say to the level of Montreal, which only had 88 man games lost, Pittsburgh had, you know, not needless to say, not as high um, as say Colorado or, or Columbus, but they were high enough. The, the impact of their injuries were a lot greater. Or they like they, they like to call it a quality metric um, for for injuries. They would have scored at least 35 to 45 more goals last year. So basically, a half goal a game difference. Mhm. That's a lot. So you figure they would have been at 98 would, points. That that would leapfrog them over the Islanders and the Capitals, hypothetically speaking. Least. At the very least, 40 goals. You know. They'd probably give up a few more, but say their goal differential is around a plus 35 or so. Mm-hmm. That's probably enough to hop them into second, even. You know, e- easily, as you said. Um, it, it's funny because Washington was one of those weird teams last year that their goal differential was almost plus 40. And yet, they only had 101 points. You expected them to have a few more points, probably. If you if you looked at overall numbers, went eh, okay, maybe 105, 106, but no, nope, 101. Um, and they had to struggle a little bit at the end of the year, which they probably shouldn't have, along with the Islanders, obviously. And then the Bruins. And then Brain Holtby shut out the Bruins again. Again. And all always apparently, and well, not really well with the world, but. This year, it's interesting because you you, know, you look, you can easily go up and down real fast and go, hmm, well, all right. The division order basically, you could make a case that well, Columbus is a lot better, obviously. Um, as long as they stay healthy, they're a hundred point team in waiting. And that's mm-hmm. going to throw off the point balance in this entire division. Uh, if Columbus has 10 to 15 more points, where do all the other points go, for a lack of a better term? Um, do you really expect the Rangers to finish with 113 points, considering if Henrik Lundqvist goes down this year, they do not have Cam Talbot to fall back on. Talbot was traded in the offseason to the Edmonton Oilers, and not for the first round pick that Glenn Sather kept dreaming about. Who would? Um, um, who's going to be backing up the Rangers? That um, who's going to be backing up Lundqvist? That's the big question. Um, 
got to think anti Ranta, perhaps. I mean, I I don't know. I would think so. I mean, he had that. He had I, some decent success in Chicago. Can't see. I can't see it being Mag- Magnus Helberg. I I just can't. No. I know Helberg was signed, but I mean, Helberg's probably for depth in in Connecticut. Um, he won't be playing for the Swamp Rabbits. Yeah, you're going to hear that a lot in the show this year, folks. All those all those Rangers Swamp jokes about New Jersey. Now, now that you have an affiliate with the name Swamp in it, you, you're, you're just going to hear it a lot. That's just how it is. Um, but you know, you got to figure the Rangers are going to slide down a little bit. Washington probably, in theory, you would think, would head up slightly. But with the uncertainty of Nicholas Backstrom's um, injury recovery uh, from off-season surgery, I don't know. I mean, is he? You know, does he miss just? Does he miss just part of training camp? Does he miss the first month? Does he miss a little bit more? I don't think it's going to be more than a, than four to six weeks into the season. Um, and then you're looking when, at. Then you're looking at who's going to replace uh, Backstrom on that top line. T.J. Oshie, can he? T. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. There you go. But if he and uh, Ovechkin gel in the first month or two of the season without Backstrom, what do you do? What do you do? You've got you've got a pretty good uh, abundance of riches there if, yeah. if you're Barry Trotz. That's, that's not a bad thing. Because, look, no. you, you want to be able to conserve Backstrom for later in the season anyway – and for the playoffs. Um, and you also have to hope that Washington just simply avoid playing the Islanders and the Rangers. <laughs> it's weird. Washington is one of those teams that is and, – and they did sign Justin Williams in the offseason, presumably only for game seven, or at least that was – yeah. but they did sign Justin Williams to be a solid, at least stopgap, second line right wing. Um, you know, is he going to April, May, and June. Right. Is he going to approach 60 points? No. But is he going to get you that crucial goal late in a playoff series that you need? Yeah, more, you know, he's got a better chance than most. He might not and, even get 50, depending on where he slotted. I think, to be honest, Timmy, I think I had him around 45 to 50 points. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty much dead on. Um, I had Ovechkin at around 95 points. I don't. I do not have any any top player in this division scoring 100 points this year. Matter of fact, I don't have any player scoring 100 points this year at all. Even not even um, three set people from Pittsburgh, who we'll get to in a bit. No, nope. there's a reason for that, and Pittsburgh fans won't like it. Sorry. Um, but as we said, you know, going through the bottom teams real fast, and this is this is how the, you know, the bottom four in the division, I, bottom well, the bottom three I have in the division shaking out the teams that will not make it. I actually have New Jersey dead last. Um, they may start off pretty well, but to be honest, there was a lot wrong last year that you cannot fix in one season. Ray Shiro is still trying to get his people in. Lou Lamorello out. Lou Lamorello spies out. I wish I was kidding. Um, there's still the elephant in the room in Albany. 
known as Lou Lamorella's son. Uh, development has been warped for years, as we as we already have, have seen the orderly articles all over the place uh, through the internet. Maybe some that I wrote, perhaps. But you look. And you look at this team, and you feel sorry for Corey Schneider, who is basically a top three goaltender in this league. And if he was on a better team, might be knock, might be able to knock on the door at the precipice of Carey Price and say hello. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, this is the team he has. And if you throw out the first six weeks last year with Bryce Salvador captaining the team before his alleged. I still don't believe he had as bad of an injury as as was said, but whatever, that doesn't matter now. Uh, This team was an abysmal 59% on the penalty kill. When your team is in the 50s on the penalty kill over a month into a season, that's a problem. That's a significant problem. And it did seem like once the injury happened, the Devils were around the mid-80s as far as the penalty kill. It wasn't great, but as a result... At the end of the season, they finished with a PK around 81%, which actually was respectable, uh, Uh considering. Uh, Some argued that Andy Green was hurt. And, yes, Andy Green was not 100% through the first quarter of the season, and even he admitted that later. It did not excuse what he saw, obviously. And, again, you know, 181 goals for, that might actually go down this year. Uh, Devils were a very opportunistic team in the second half, did not generate a lot of shots on goal. Only Buffalo was worse at generating shots per game when the season ended. The Devils were darn close to 30th, actually, over the last 30 30 to 35 games of the season. And and that's part of the reason why I have them in last. So, take for Matthews, it's well underway in Newark. To be honest... Uh, I don't think they'll finish that far behind Carolina. I think it'll only be like – it might even be like a tie or a point or two away. Um, but, you know, if they finish with, say, 70 to 75 points, I'm not going to be shocked. Uh, you know, for Devils fans out there, sit back, relax, enjoy, have a good laugh, enjoy Patty Elias's last season. Um, and hope Enjoy he when he's traded in March. You know what? Might be right. Yeah. I hope. I hope I'm wrong. But everybody I keep talking to is saying that as much as he doesn't want another kick at the can, I don't think he can handle it. I think that's the I think that may be the only reason he stays in New Jersey, Timmy. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't he just doesn't have quite enough left to play on a, even a contender. Um, he, he 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 I think even he'll he needs to be sheltered uh, more than he was last year. So we'll see. But you know, look. Snyder will have a good season. He'll rack up pretty much 99% of the team's wins. <laughs> and that, so, he'll give, how, yeah, how he'll probably go. get you, if New Jersey wins 29, 28, which I wouldn't be surprised if it's that low, he'll get you 26 of those wins. Yeah, that that sounds about dead, dead on and right. Uh, Carolina is right behind them. Um no, I'm just I'm just gonna run through these, Timmy. <laughs> it's just the best it's just the best way to go with about uh ten minutes of the live portion. We're gonna try to hammer these out. Uh, Carolina has a lot of problems themselves. They didn't really do much in the off season. They lost you know, obviously they could have they could have brought back Yuri Tusty, which would have been interesting. I thought I still think they should. Um they need they need, they need scoring help. 
And he only scored 188 goals himself, Timmy, despite mm-hmm. being one of the higher shooting teams in the league. Yeah. Timmy, this was, this was a team that was in the top 10 as far as healthiest teams, man games, lost to injury. And they only scored seven more goals than New Jersey. That's it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so by my math, I think that's I think they were twenty seventh in the league in scoring. Yep. That that's a that's a nasty number for a team that's near the top ten in shots on goal and in the top ten as far as scoring chances. And those shots might go down a lot this year without uh, Semen, who. Would, I mean, whose shooting percentage is obviously um, going to be screwed one way or another uh, when he's with Montreal this year. But oh, absolutely. I, I, but I honestly think getting rid of Simon was the best thing Carolina could have done. Yeah, they had to do it. If, I mean, in this offseason, gonna... getting rid of Simon, their best move by far. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's when you know it's kind of bad. You don't want to say it, but, it, but it's true. Uh Obviously, Ron Francis is still holding on to Cam Ward for what unknown reasons that can only be known to Cam, to Cam Ward and probably Ron Francis. Look, Cam Ward didn't have a bad year last year, folks. But a 909 save percentage in this league is still not average. It's not all that close to average anymore. <laughs> it keeps going up to me. It's the the average save percentage for a goaltender is like around 916 now. In some cases, higher, mm-hmm. uh, depending on, you know, the metrics you use and which, you know, advanced stats person you talk to. Um, you know, and Ward lost them a lot of games last year because he gave up, just he just had a tendency to give up a goal that you shouldn't give up here and there. And, and it hurt them a lot. Um you know, they bring in Eddie Lack in the offseason, which I think actually was their best move. Uh, that's true, yes, push, absolutely. Lack will push Ward. Yes, I, I've heard this from every advanced stat guy. Uh, Lack's high danger save percentage is not all that great. He does have a tendency to give up a lot of rebounds down the middle. But Roberto Longo once upon a time did that too, and he turned out okay. Yep, um, especially when he left Vancouver. And the thing here so, is this. I'm looking, I'm expecting the same thing from Lack. Yeah, I'm not expecting Not to the degree of Longo by any means. What he did right. for the left year was pretty outstanding. But, um, yeah. I, and in part because I think Florida had a pretty good defense in front of him. Carolina, not so much. But I do think Lack can, if he can sustain the 915 save percentage with this defense, that would be pretty remarkable. Yeah, considering that Carolina for stretches of the season was allowing right around twenty five to twenty six shots a game. Mm-hmm. You know, to be to be fair, I mean you look at Ward's numbers, they're pretty good. I mean, you consider the nine oh nine save percentage. And basically uh, for the season when Ward started, they were giving up less than twenty seven shots a game. That's solid numbers. Yeah. I mean Carolina has an awesome shot differential, which I don't think people realize. They were top five in the league in shot differential. And this team finished with 71 points. So clearly, whatever Bill Peters learned from Detroit rubbed off. Isn't going over well. It just just didn't translate into points. 
And part of the reason is that is because guys, you know, for a lack of a better term, you hate to say it, but Alexander Semin was not the only problem. Mm-hmm. Jeff Skinner was another one, fairly or unfairly. Exactly. Principal Skinner, folks. Uh, look, Skinner has to play better. He has to take on more of a role. Five of his last ten games last year, he played fifteen right at 15 minutes or less. That's a third-line player, basically, who should be a first-line winger. Mm-hmm. At the very minimum, he should be playing along with Eric Stahl. There's no reason why not. And he's got, since, if he doesn't Turkey, produce, since, he's got he has he's 63 gone. points. He's only top 50 points once. Exactly. So that tells you it's, something. You know, the goals are there. The goals are there. With the shots that he puts up and the individual scoring chances that he creates, typically mm-hmm. more than two a game. That's a that's generally viewed as a pretty high number uh, for Fords. The goals should come. If they don't come this year, look, he's a goal scorer. They need goals. If they got to trade him somewhere else, say to Toronto, which has been the rumor for about a year and a half now, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, so basically, you know, I have I have Carolina and New Jersey basically interchangeable, uh, and then I have Philadelphia, who will have an improved season, but again. I, I, for all the things that I've heard out of Philadelphia, this is a team that had 18 overtime losses last year, and that's a lot. <laughs> okay, yeah. who am I kidding? It's a ton. Even uh, if they were to improve this year, they're a victim of being in a very tough division. I still, even if they can get to 88, 89, 90 points, they won't, that won't be good enough. It won't be close. Even if they um, even offensively, if they can get 230 goals, which would be a big, uh, which would be a 15 goal upgrade from a year ago, mm-hmm. they're still not going to make it. Yeah, they're going to need a lot. A if lot they get to 15 go. to 20 more goals, if they get 15 to 20 more goals, that translates to about a five to seven point improvement. 90 points isn't going to do it. It's not even going to no. be close. But that probably is about where they end up because they can they cannot score goals on the at home or on the road at times. It was weird last year. This is a Philly team that somehow managed to finish with a twenty three eleven and seven record at home. And it seemed like every time I turned on the game, folks, they were struggling to score two or three goals at home, but still winning because of Steve Mason. Mm-hmm. Percentage yeah, that go was figure. The they actually the found league. themselves a pretty good goaltender. Since Ron Hextall, and they and they can't score. Mason has kind of always been, in a sense, he just lost, look. He lost. He lost confidence. He got a big head uh, when he was in Columbus. Um, you know, if you keep his his games played down, if you keep it around, say fifty two to fifty eight games, he's an excellent goaltender, I think. And you're yep. going to see more of that this year. But there's a big number that cannot happen for Philadelphia this year. And that number is 11, as in 11 shootout losses, Timmy. 11. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That led the NHL, you know, against usual shutout futile teams like Detroit and even Florida, who was a little better last year. And, yes, yes, Boston, too. Sorry, Timmy. Um Boston was rather bad at the shootout. We know already. 
And the sad but, thing about these shootouts is they're having an adverse effect on the standings. Yep, and it did last like, year. We're going – I'll take an example out west just for a quick second. L.A., 2-8 in a shootout last year. Two points. They fell behind Calgary. Missed the playoffs. Yep. Same thing with Boston. And if you yep. and if, if you look if you look at the numbers, folks, both teams missed because of the shootout. You look at all their numbers and all their advanced stats, says that they shouldn't have missed the playoffs. What was the difference? You guessed it. Oh, the shootout won't decide these things. It's just a way for the fans and two no, two points. That's nice, folks, but Uncle Gary, your shootout knocked out two teams that should have been in. Putting it out there. All right. The quick, quick, short, short, short version. The five teams that will make the playoffs in the Metropolitan Division in order with less than a minute left. Can we do this? Yes. Okay, folks. In the fifth position, we have the, yes, the Pittsburgh Penguins because of injuries. And that's why Sidney Crosby will not finish with 100 points because Phil Kessel will play less than 80 games this year. That's right, kids. Fourth place. We have the New York Islanders. They'll drop a little bit, but hey, they'll be just fine. They'll be better off in the playoffs for it, and do not be shocked if they make a deep run all for Al Arbor. Third place, we have the Columbus Blue Jackets. Like I said, 10 to 12-point bump at least. Should be enough to put them right around 100 100 points or just over, uh, similar to the Islanders. Washington will finish in first over the New York Rangers in a bit of a shock. It'll go back and forth all season. And there you have the Metro. And that's the archive, kids. See, Timmy, I made it. I'm, I don't know. No one's seeing this, but I'm definitely clenching my fist in the air. And I'm about to punch <laughs> a hole in the wall, maybe. I don't know. For blog talk purposes. I hear you, Timmy. I hear you. Uh, look, I'm frustrated. I, I got I got some I got an email from a few places this you know this week. If I have the time to do it over Labor Day weekend at least, I'll consider it. My my only problem I don't like about Podbean is it is Wi-Fi reliant. So you know I have to find a way to record the show, of course. Uh, but their package is better. I won't be paying forty bucks a month anymore. And, you know. Though I can write that off on my taxes, which is nice. By the way, um, being a freelancer, Timmy, I realized <laughs> in a rather amusing way, I'm supposed to be playing, paying co- taxes quarterly. Mm-hmm. Nobody told me this. <laughs> um, so amusingly enough, I'll have to pay it at the end of the year. I don't think there'll be any penalties. It's kind of just sort of like an accidental thing where I didn't realize it. Um, you know, a little late in the year to like try and fix it now, um, where I'll just I'll just pay whatever it is. And you know, basically, I went through all the funny um, tax calculators. And I was like, wait a minute, if it wasn't for the Obama penalty, I'd be doing pretty good right now. <laughs> wouldn't be wouldn't be as bad. Um, you know. That that actually that actually knocked it up by like three four hundred dollars and I was like ah darn you know I was like wow I, you know with the with the deductible part from the FICA the second half of it I would have been paying a hair less than two thousand dollars on taxes which isn't bad I would have thought it would have been much worse so 
He's like, damn. You know, I talked I talked to uh, Mr. Messer about it last night, and he started laughing. He's like, you didn't do it quarterly, did you? I was like, no. He's like, don't worry about it. He's like, I didn't do it the first year either, and I didn't get nailed for it. So, um, you know, he's like, basically, as, as long as you have the right, you know, things and numbers and such, that's all they care about. Um I think the state of New Jersey it was laughable. I think I owed like two hundred dollars <laughs> based on one. Yeah, it's you know, it just like really, that's it. You know, because it's just state income tax. It's not, you know, it's basically like, you know, it's, it's a fraction of. It's basically a fraction of a percentage when you look at it. It's like maybe one. It's like a little over one and a half percent, maybe. That's it. Um, yeah. When you really get down to it, according to their tax table, it's like one and a half percent. So, say if I made sixteen thousand from actual hockey work, the table amount was about two forty one. So, yeah, mm-hmm. about about you know one and a half percent. I I know it's it's just weird. You know, of course, Rachel's like, "Why are you looking at this now?" And I'm like, "She's like, I have a CPA." I was like, "I am not trusting a CPA to anything." <laughs> I just don't. I was like, I'll do it myself. <laughs> I was like, if I make a mistake, that's my problem. <laughs> I was like, this isn't that hard. I mean, all I have to do is remember what I can report and can't report. Damn, why can't that wedding be sooner? Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how how we ran it. But yeah, I had the league set up. I have the sixteen teams in. We acc- I accidentally booted Panucci out of the league, Timmy. Really? Don't ask. Yeah, when I started purging some of the teams that were inactive, I accidentally must have X'd over his team. You know, and I said to I said to Panucci, I was like, well, look at it this way: there were there were six other teams that got the axe, so basically, you may end up with a better team just without any keepers anyway. And he's like, yeah, that's true. I was pretty crappy last year, so. Um, you know, and I brought in somebody, you know, that wanted to join the league personally. And since they, you know, it's first come, first serve for the last spot, I was like, why not? Um, it'll be fun. The fact that there'll be three teams that could be up for relegation should make this should make this interesting. Um, obviously, I can't be relegated because I run the league. Well, let's just hope I avoid the injury. <laughs> Pretty much. The last few years, I haven't. Yeah, but you didn't do you didn't do that bad last year, did no. you? No, I don't think so. I don't have the um, standings from last year in front of me, but I don't think I did that badly. Hold on, I'll, t- I'll tell you in a second, then. Mm-hmm. Um, where was that thing? There it is. Uh, yeah, we can do this for a few minutes, and then I'll have to figure out how I'm editing the show to send it to Dennis. <laughs> He's gonna love this. <laughs> Why are you guys? Um, oh, there we go. See. Okay, oh, I that finished. Yeah, seventy-six, one forty-two, twelve, Yeah, you've been relegated last year. Um, crap. How oh, Brian finished dead last. Um, yeah, I probably had the worst numbers of a division winner in the history of life. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. I, I, I said that to somebody. I was like, I was like, if you look at my team, you're going to say, the first thing you're going to say is, A, how did you get in the playoffs? And B, what did you do? Really? 
I had that in a few leagues, though. I mean, I had that in a in a money roto league, and I managed to finish in the money. Problem was, I never got paid for it. Yeah. That was the hockey writers league where I came back to finish in second place, and ba- I honestly, I just I I ran out of time. If I if I had if I had calculated things a little bit better, I might have been able to pull it off. I think I finished like three and a half points out of first or something like that, and. It came down to the fact that I just did not. Ha- I didn't have enough. Um, I didn't have enough offensive points that I really needed. And that was my own mistake for not putting guys in right. And I, shoot, I had like nine. I had nine slots left for center and twelve slots left for left wing. So how many like teams are we right having? We have a sixteen, 16. League this year, Timmy. Yep, sixteen. We 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 knocked it down for twenty. Uh, the reason for that, to be honest, uh, was really to get rid of some of the inactives. Uh, you know, there's, there was just too many last year. That was the problem. Um, and, you know, I kept some of the others. You know, I kept I kept Russ, obviously, because I have to keep Russ. Otherwise, Russ will kill me. Um, you, you know how that goes. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, I, I even, I even, I even, I, I sacked somebody that you didn't think I would. I would. Offerdahl's gone. I finally sacked him. I had enough. I wonder how pissed off he's going to be when he realizes it. <laughs> had to. I haven't heard from the guy in like three in three years. I mean, you know, it's probably because we drove him out of the show. No, 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 nothing like that ever happened. No, never. Did no such thing. I am a perfectly nice person. Sure. Um, but no, uh, you know, in in that sense, you know, I did I did this for you know that way we can have two two leagues, you know, and have like a releg you know, this you know spots up for relegation. Um, Basically, I'll be in both drafts, and I'm going to probably play like, you know, sort of like a dummy, like try to stay near the middle of the standings to keep it fair. <laughs> um, or I'll have Rachel run the team and see what happens. Yeah, really. I just want it to where the top three teams are legitimately the top three teams, and that's it. Um, and that way they can be bumped up, et cetera. I want to see how this works because you know the guys from Crime Spree Hockey and I did did something kind of like this um, three or four years ago, and it was pretty good for a while. And then, of course, well, you know, unfortunately, they got bored and got lives, and you know that was that. Some of us, some of some of us are very lucky and privileged to be able to do what we love, and. I consider myself one of those one of those people. So uh, I have that. I have a dummy Yahoo league that I set up. I don't even know why. I think I just set it up just because I set it up. And it's just it's basically just a roto roto points league. And I probably just invite some experts and experiment with it and see see what we can find uh, mm-hmm. in that and, and and Yahoo Daily. So either way. You know, it, it should be interesting. I don't want to touch on the Al Arbor stuff too much, uh, just because you know 
a lot of articles were written on it, and you know, it's basically time just to give the man and his family, you know, the respect that he deserves. He's still one of the, you know, classiest people I've ever met in my life, um, and yet, yet was able to always be able to have a good time with people. He, he just, he, you could not dislike the guy <laughs> if you tried. Even if you it, never met him. Yeah, it's funny because even like Ranger Ranger Media and Ranger Press and Ranger Management, et cetera, you know, you tried to go through and find, you know, yeah, they talk about obviously pop band sucks and et cetera. But when it came to Al Arbor, they did, you know, they respected him even back then. Um, I think they had John Davidson on some, I can't remember. It might have been Sirius XM Power Play. I, I don't remember what. Um, um, Yesterday or or Friday, or when it yeah. happened, sadly, and you know, one of the first things he said is like, "To a man, that '79 Rangers fan, Rangers team, was lucky to get past the Islanders. They and they knew they were. Uh, much like like he joked, the '84 Islanders were lucky to get past the Rangers. Well, it's kind of true to a point, um, but you know, it's funny how hockey hockey often works. God, I, I'm I'm scared when I do this Tuesday night show. Is it even going to work? <laughs> it was so bad trying to get on, even even to get on the uh, blog talk. Um, I, I think I finally like clicked in at like 7:59. It's like whew, just made it. Oh, oh, and several setbacks like, later. Yeah, only be disconnected like seconds after the opening ended. <laughs> Um, and I was able to get back on as it was ending, so it doesn't sound it doesn't even sound like I missed anything. Um, now, the the other problems I had was I noticed about like forty for like forty seconds to a minute. The other two times I was booted, it said I was connected, and I actually wasn't. So that, that really that, that bugged me a little bit. Yeah, said I was on, and then all of a sudden it just dropped me off. I don't know if I was on or off or what, and that you know. That bothers me a little bit because I'm trying to figure out something and I can't even do it because, well, to be honest, um, I had no clue. You know, it's like, am I on, off, or what? Um, mm, you know, makes it makes it makes it a little bit tougher to do a show, and you know that's why. I'm, yeah, basically, like like I said, we have less than six weeks. The regular season starts. Do I plunge? Do I plunge it now? You know what? If, what if you know Block Talk somehow figures out a way to get the high five working again? And you know, then I'm trying to download six or seven hundred sound clips mm-hmm. off off their servers. That's not good either, obviously. Not to mention the amount of space it's going to take up. Damn. Um, <laughs> Hey, wait, do I have do I, how many memory sticks do I have or, or gonna need? Um, Especially so, yeah. if you don't have a cloud file to back them up. That's what I'm worried. Well, I do have iCloud on 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 the laptop, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I made. Cut I made. I'm sure. a little bit, but I don't know. Depending yeah, on how I don't know. Files. My other yeah. pro- my. Yeah, my other problem is a lot of these files are like basically 
from the first year of the program. Really? I don't think I could even find the links to re-download them, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, my. Yeah, there's some, there's some that definitely do not exist anymore. Um, oh, Jesus. The, um, yeah, some of the remixes as well are a problem, like the Hey Devils Catch Fire. I can get that one, obviously. I can convert, you know, I can convert it off YouTube. That's not a problem. The remixes are, are you know, the Henrik remixes are always going to be there. Um, but some of them, yeah, might be a little, little bit of a challenge. So, like some of the um, wrestling music that we have on. Uh, the considerable volume of wrestling music. Yes. That I mean, some and of who we really. What we really need, Hashioki. That's the one clip that needs to be saved. Yeah, I can't lose that. Rick, Rick would kill me. I got in enough trouble with him once in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> and it wasn't even, and it wasn't even for the intended reason. It was simply because, as he put it to me, he's like, "Chris, I still have friends in Buffalo." And I was like, "I understand that, but you know, I was like." I used you trying to be helpful and kind with this, <laughs> not for it to be taken the way it was. And he's like, yeah, I realized that later. And I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, I wasn't trying to be a dick. <laughs> I was like, just trying for to For once back. in your life. Yeah, go figure, right? You know, the one time, you know, I was like, you might want to take off that part where you call me a fraudul- fraudulent journalist, et cetera. I was like, because I don't think that's true. Um <laughs> I was like, because then I am going to sue you for slander, and it's not going to end well, especially yeah. since you're a vocal union person. And he's like, yeah, I know. I was like, I also have evidence that basically there still is a quote-unquote list of bars that Patrick Payne is not allowed in Buffalo anyway, and it's not just because he's underage. Ka-ching. I was like, just like the two bars in Madison that he's banned from, and the three bar, the three bars in in Chicago that he's still not allowed in, without without uh, people with him. Wow. Yeah. Like I said, I know you know. I said to him, I said, I know a lot more than you think I do about it. Um, and I also also know that the guy that I talk to about it tends to be rather reliable and is still in Buffalo, actually in South Buffalo. Unlike you. <laughs> He's just like, damn. <laughs> According to my sources within the... Yeah. That's where it gets dangerous. I mean, you know, but... That story alone to me in the first eight hours had like over 8,000 views. It was insane. Uh, Chicago fans were not happy with it. And I can understand why. You know, I want to be too. Re- you know, I'd be pissed off more because the guy, you know, look, the guy's not, not their friend. I mean, he's a freaking douche yeah. at times. He just is. And you know what? That You know, and you just can't say that about, you know, one athlete. There's quite a few athletes, pe- people in general, never mind athletes, that are just that way. And, you know, it was, We've it was encountered quite a few of them in our lives. Oh, Jesus. Like when I was in Vegas. Jesus. Yeah, I ran into one. I, I meant to tell you. I never told you that. Yeah, because we didn't bump into I, each other. Unfortunately. I, know, I know, I know, I know. Blame, blame uh, that ring. Um, and the jet yeah, lag, because I could have made a better effort, but 
Mr. Tiger. I know. Hey, that's what you know, that's what weddings for vacations yeah. in 2016. Um, since I am moving, so that's gonna be fun. But you know, that, that's, hopefully, hopefully next week there's less problems. Um, I do not like using Skype either. When I'm gonna have to for a few weeks until I fig- figure this out. Um, I don't know. Podbean's pretty decent. I know their audio quality is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just that gamble. It's like, do I, you know, do I take the gamble? Um, and I'm looking at this at the show notes. It's like, wow, I can't spell September again. Uh, yes, it's now September. Yes, yes. September. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. That's what happens when you do this at 2 a.m., uh, which I'll be doing a lot of. All season long, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know it's something that something that has to at least be considered. And I'll I'll talk to the guys from Fantasy Hockey X and let, and let them know what's been going on because I I can't keep doing it. You know if it's gonna if it's going to be like this, um, then I have to plan something because mm-hmm. I, I I like I said I don't even think I could send this. I could send parts of it to Dennis. And maybe just do like the last half hour, and then edit it out that way, and just tell them, yeah, I'm sorry, you know, we don't have 60 minutes, but you know, I have, you know, this in blocks. This is the best I can do, um, and, and go that way, or, you know, <laughs> edit edit out the first part and just be like, yeah, uh, sorry, <laughs> you know. Because I know he has he has to slot it, and it's just like you know I'd rather give you something than nothing, uh, et cetera. So yeah, I, I may just I may just scrap this one and go with the Tuesday show and see see what occurs, and, and then go from there. Uh, shit, that might be your best bet <laughs> at this point. Thankfully, yeah. though, the, this is um, one of our last shows in the dog days of August. I know, and. We can forget about it when all yeah, that's, that's a good that's a good that's a good part. I mean look, next week is you know, starts training camp week. You know, well not next week, but you know, Sunday next Sunday it'll be previewing training camp week. Um as as as, as the Wookiees uh, arrive in the middle of the week usually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they get weighed, they see who has groin injuries, who doesn't, um et cetera. But should should be uh, should be a good bit of fun. I'm looking forward to it at least. Um, I'm also interested to see where the heck Yuri Kusty actually ends up. That's just weird. I mean, Kusty should have ended up somewhere by now. I know there's I know there's rumors. Even Montreal's in the running for him. How about Cody Franzen? Ah, Franzen's going to Buffalo eventually. If he isn't, I'd be I'd be a little bit surprised. But I mean, it's probably Buffalo and one other team that we just don't know about at all. So watch it. Go, they, that is not named the Boston Bruins. Yeah, it's not Boston. Boston's out. At least from everyone I've heard unofficially, Boston's out. They won't say it. You know, they won't write it. Obviously, uh, I think one or two have though. Uh, I, I I'm not sure, but. 
I, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I'm, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Bruins have them running. Plus, he's not worth the money. That's why he uh, he's still on the market. Yeah, I think what happened when Airhoff was signed for like a million and a half, people just went, eh, 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 uh-oh. <laughs> and that's, a, that, that's one thing that will instantly drive your value down is when it, basically a quote-unquote similar player that maybe even a little better than you signs for far less cause, just because they want a chance to win. Um, that's, that is going to drive your value down uh, dramatically. Um, I mean, look, you, know, you, you look at it, Erhoff is actually getting paid less than some guy that formerly played for Buffalo last year as a right winger and was just absolutely horrendous for most of the season. Named Chris Stewart. E5. <laughs> I mean, and Chris Stewart is getting paid more money than Christian Erhoff. Mm-hmm. It's like, let it just sink in a little. Just let it let it stew. Let it sit there for a while. <sighs> yeah. But, yeah, you're right. I think I'm actually just not going to even bother. This is that first half. Of, the second half's fine, actually. I'm I'm kind of sort of listening to listening back to it in the background uh, already, and that's fine. I mean, I could, I just you know I need to send him a 60 minute show, and I can't even get 50 minutes. That's just kind of no good. You know, I'll I'll explain I'll explain to Dennis. You know, there were diff, you know technical difficulties. Hopefully the Tuesday show works. If there's a problem with that, then I'm going to consider changing, you know, platforms and go that way. It's been a great run. I can't. At some yeah. point we might have to to begin with. Yeah. The other thing with Podbean too is they'll give you your own website. As, you know, they'll give you your own domain as well. Um, and That's I don't have to pay for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was talking to. Um, Kate and a few of the uh, ladies that do a, do a, a hockey podcast over on Podbean, and she's like, "Yeah, we don't, we, you know, we just get the unlimited audio. It's like ten bucks a month. I think if you pay it all for it all at once, Timmy, I think it's, I think it's ninety six a year. That's or you not can terrible. do twelve payments. Yeah, or you can do twelve payments of ten dollars. Um, you know, and like she jokes, she's like, you could even do like basically, you know, a, you know, a, a you know, a, you know, GoFund or a, um, a crowdraising. Yeah, for it. And they'll even kind of, you know, at Podbean, they'll kind of help sponsor it a little bit and promote it. So, you know, it's better than paying 40 bucks a month at Blog Talk Radio. And I'm, truthfully, I'm paying a discount. Uh, the only reason why I'm paying a discount is because I was technically originally part of the Fantasy Sports Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so otherwise, I would be paying forty dollars for this. And for me, even at this point, twenty bucks is too much. Um, for for the high fi I'd pay twenty. You know, for the for the what we had a few few weeks ago, I'd pay twenty bucks a month for that because it was good. I mean, I could actually hear myself on shows and everything, which was nice, because for a couple of years you couldn't. You know, the per- basically the person that called in you couldn't hear. 
you know, the person, it's because the person that called in as the host, you could not hear for whatever bizarre reason. Um, you know, with the hi-fi, I could hear hear myself perfectly. Yeah, I was quite surprised that Blog Talk dished out the hi-fi. I was quite surprised at the result, too. Yeah. Well, they said there was a spike. There was a sudden spike in, in um, you know, errors and, and bugs and such. And I think partially what that was was simply fantasy football season. <laughs> I really think that's the case, Timmy. You know, all these football and, you know, fantasy football shows were coming on and and some other shows too, obviously, that had come off of summer break and they just couldn't handle volume. And I think that's where it started to get um, all screwed up. So and it's unfortunate. I can't really wait around. I, I'm not going to do I'm not, I can't do this in October or November. Um when I'm when I'm working ten to twelve hours a day, and then trying to babysit a child on top of it for five hours, um, that's not going to work well. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how I'll have time to do much of anything or sleep. Um, but you know, I, I digress. So it's kind of something that it may be done very quickly and very suddenly. Well, I do not know what this thing called sleep is, but I might fig- try to figure that out because I do need to sign off for the night. I hear you, Timmy. I hear you. Uh, the only way to end this show, and unfortunately I have to adjust the volume on this too now because, well, damn it. <laughs> I, 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 I miss being able to truthfully play some of these things at lower volume because it just it actually sounded crisp and smooth for once. Um, would be this. Folks, we're getting out of here. We'll see you next Sunday night from parts unknown of the Jersey Shore. Till then, for myself and Mr. Timmy Rosenthal, we say goodnight with the Blast Bonanza. Aloha, kids. Aloha. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.